0: Welcome to Project Sign Number Two. Without you, there is no Project Sign. Um, what I was gonna say is, can you uh you, you know what? I'm just gonna bring up the picture and we're gonna start talking about it today. I'm gonna do this whole share my share my screen thing. I'm just gonna have you sort of explain it, but then I'm like, maybe we start, we show it and then explanation, then we talk about it. I have questions and then I have and then they have a couple of other questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. My question is, what what happened? Take us through, tell me the whole story, break it Break it down, leave no stone unturned.
1: All right. Um, and, and by the way, whose
0: van was this? Was this the red Van?
1: This is the Revelation Van. This is uh, 1993. Either spring or fall. I'm not 100% sure which one. But 1993, Outspoken did two quick trips to the East Coast, four shows in three days, type of thing. Uh, John Coyle would fly out and fly back, and the rest. I went with. I was able to go with the rest of the guys as they drove back and forth from the coast. And uh, unfortunately. I, do not know which trip this was. Did but, you go uh, both times? Because I know that they did it twice. Yeah, yeah, they did it twice in '93, and I was able to go both times. Uh, this, so I don't remember if this this is either spring or fall. Um, and we were in Wyoming, got a flat tire. <laughs> I don't remember what uh, exactly how it happened, or what, did you feel any of the? <laughs> You know, honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I just know that uh, we figured out we had a, we were driving. We had to figured out, obviously we figured out how to have a flat tire pulled over on the major highway, probably highway 80. um, And uh, yeah, I had to change the tire. And the funny thing with this photo is Mike and Travis did all the work. Okay. Dennis, Dennis J and I didn't do shit. Okay. I took pictures Those two did – Mike and Travis did the work. Dennis and Jay, I'm not sure what they were doing, but I know that I wandered off, took pictures uh, of the view because it was kind of nice right there. Um, I think everyone just kind of wandered around except for Mike and uh, Travis, who actually – Fix
0: the tire. Well, it's interesting to me because it, it like I know Mike um is is uh, handy. Like, you know, he'll if, if something goes wrong in his house, he'll you know, he'll work on the plumbing and whatnot. He won't touch electric, he always tells me. But if like you know I don't he, mind. <laughs> Well, but he it, it, like it's crazy, like he put in like a stove, he put in like all this stuff, and I'm just impressed with that. But um so yeah, it doesn't surprise me that in this picture he's doing that. Um, but I gotta say um, there's a couple of interesting, I mean, there there's more than a couple, but it's interesting. These have to be the most happiest people in the world to, to have gotten a flat tire. I mean, look at them. They're all smiling, basically.
1: Well, I, I think they're smiling purely for the camera.
0: And was, <laughs> it was this on was the crazy. way out or on the way home?
1: On the way home.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: okay. And what were the yeah, years so on
0: this again? What was it? What were the years? It was 90...
1: 1993.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, it, it was cold. So that's what you know. Mike's got his hood up high and squished around his neck. Uh, Travis is probably freezing in shorts. Um, you know, everybody's bundled up. So uh, yeah, it was cold, and I think everyone just smiled for the camera. Kind of a forced smile on Mike and Travis, and happy smiles on Jay and Dennis because they weren't doing any work. <laughs>
0: And and it's and it's okay. So Jay
1: looks like he
0: has three legs. If you look at like the optics of yeah. the way he is, although that's one of those feet is Mike's. It looks like Jay is either holding or Travis. Travis is holding either a selfie stick, which obviously would would be a impossibility in 1993,
1: or or a metal detector. Travis is uh, working the jack. Oh, okay. Jack to, to raise the van. Mike's actually dealing with the tire. Jay is just doing his uh price is right model hand pose. Okay. There. Like look at what these guys are doing. And uh, Dennis is thumbs up overseeing the works.
0: Now there's no cell phones at this time. None at all. And look at where you guys are. Was they there of nowhere. Okay, so had, what would you guys have done, like, if, like, so you guys, I'm I'm assuming putting on a,
1: putting on a spare, what if, I mean, what would you have done if there had been no spare? If there had been no spare, the spare was flat, we, one of us would have been hitchhiking, hoping for the best.
0: Gotcha. To find, to find
1: help. Get air in the tire and then come back.
0: Oh, Okay. Something, okay. Something
1: like that. Because um, you're yeah, literally in, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing around us. There's not a city anywhere. anywhere was, was there any
0: fear? Like, did you have any fear? Was there any, like, fear about this? Or was it all just, ah, oh,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it? There was no fear. I think, you know, I think we were probably pretty fearless at the time. Uh, especially that age. Yeah. Um, like, so, yeah we got this whatever you know and even if we had no spare or the spare was flat we would have picked it out figured out you know somebody would have said i'll go or two of us would have went, and the other rest of rest of us would have stayed you know
0: right 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 we
1: would have figured it out. yeah i think we would have figured it out
0: it's just so interesting thinking because, like, one of you would have had to have taken the tire, went, got it, and then gotten a ride back. Yeah. And there's no cell phones, and there's nope. no way to communicate. There's no way. Like, like it almost seems impossible, but it was like back then, there was no other choice. Like, you guys had to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't know if it was on this trip, but there was one of the trips. We had... Um, one Of the belts was squeaking mm. on the van because they, they we took the rev van both times, uh, but one of the belts was squeaking, uh, and it, it was just kind of got progressively worse as we were making our way to and up and down at the east coast. And at one point, the van didn't start, and we thought it was the alternator like the alternator gone. So we we stopped, we drove to Cleveland, we made it to Cleveland got, uh, pulled into a, uh, service station late at night, kind of slept there, woke up and said, Hey, we think our alternator's out. Can you take a look? If the, the, uh, mechanic took a look, said, yeah, it's the alternator. Uh, it's going to cost, you know, three to $400 take about a week. And we're like, Oh man, we don't have a week. You know, we need to get back to the West coast. You know anybody else? And they go, Oh, I'll try this other place around the corner." We drove over there to the other place. Tell him the, our story. He opens the hood, looks at it, uh, goes, grabs a wrench, tightens the belt, says, "That'll be ten bucks." Here's twenty, dude. Thank you. That's all it was was the loose belt.
0: Wow! Wow!
1: Wow! 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 Oh man! Oh man! Think of that Dead Kennedy song, "Trust Your Mechanic."
0: Oh, it's it's wow! No, that's crazy,
1: that's crazy, and and it
0: and it wasn't an issue after that.
1: No, it was fine. It was one guy was ready to rip us off, and the other guy totally looked out for us, was honest mechanic, and did us good.
0: Do Do you know if before, like, you guys took the van out, like, were the vans ever looked at? Like, were they ever, like, like taking to, like, maybe, like, a place and said, okay, hey, how's this, is this thing ready? Or were they literally just, they're in the parking lot of the Rev Warehouse and go and put, it in, put some gas in it and have a good tour?
1: I know on the Far Side Tour, Bob took a look at it.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. he was, you know, mechanically inclined. And then, um, as for the two outspoken trips, I honestly could not tell you. Gotcha. I, don't, I don't think anybody really did uh, Mike or Dennis could probably talk about that
0: when um you know you're on tour and stuff like that you're always short on time how long how much did this slow things down when this when this happened
1: not much because 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 we had the tire um, probably a half hour, 40 minutes, maybe. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It was basically, you know, it was not much more than a meal break or a bathroom break.
0: Was this, um, the worst thing that happened on that particular tour as you recall, or or is that hard to recall since you don't remember?
1: Um, that was probably the worst thing. I mean, between this, the time we got pulled over in Utah, which we talked about, um, And the, uh, the mechanic thing that I just mentioned, uh, we had really easy going. It was uh, smooth roads for us. Okay.
0: Now, (laughs) um, looking at, looking at the clothing here. So you, so what time of year was that again? You said it's obviously not summer.
1: No, it was either spring or fall, so okay. it was pretty cold. Probably, forties to thirties, something like that. Thirties at the lowest, forties at the highest.
0: Because even though Travis isn't in shorts, he isn't a long sleeve.
1: Yeah, he's got a sweatshirt over over his t shirt. There
0: is that a and that t and that what he's wearing looks to be. I don't know if it is. It looks to be Rollins band, but we you know it's it's it's. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I can't tell. I don't remember him having a Rollins fan. I was thinking was it a soul side thing or possibly a mean season? Because Mean Season had that sun. Thing. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't know if it was I don't know if that was predates that. So yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure what that is.
0: And then Dennis in a denim jacket. Oh Dennis to me, whenever I think of him, I always think denim. I don't know why. I always think denim. Is that is that accurate? Is that an accurate remembrance of him? I mean, not always, but I
1: think it's an accurate description of him then and now. I can you. see him rocking that jacket now.
0: And I mean, obviously, obviously, it is. Um, it's obviously uh, cold, but I mean, look at the clothes. Also, like for that time, everything. On all of them. Even Dennis is much bigger than <laughs> is necessary, which I think is the style of the time. Oh, very
1: much so. I have shirts then I couldn't wear now. Okay. I don't know how I wore them because it's defi- I'm definitely thicker than, now than I was then. and I don't know how the hell I wore those things.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then we have uh, Travis, it looks like, and Jay... Uh, have, like, vans, it looks like. And Mike appears to be wearing Chuck Taylors. I could be wrong. I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, I think those are, I think he's got Chuck's jeans, a flannel with a hooded sweatshirt underneath. Jay, I think, just has jeans, vans, and a, um, a windbreaker. Okay. Okay. Oh, the
0: windbreaker. Windbreakers were big for a while. Yep. And then, um, how old, do, do you have any idea how old that, that van was? I mean, because that van really is, you you don't see, oh, I guess maybe you do, but they're dying off. You don't see many vans like that on the road.
1: Not not anymore. I mean, when they got that, Revelation got that van in 92. Mm-hmm. So you had to think it's probably from the late '80s. Okay. You know, because it wasn't new. Uh, you know, it, so I'm guessing it was probably late '80s, like an '87, '88, or something like that.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And and and, do you ever know what <laughs> what became
1: of that van? No, I have no idea. I mean,
0: because sure, they had two was- vans, as I remember, they had two. I think.
1: Okay, I, a good a documentary could probably. Be- made of this van because it went um went on this tour went on this the first tour first time it was used was six weeks with far side oh they was that two. was that their first US tour? Yeah that was the first time they used this van Revelation used this van and then um these two trips in ninety three I think Sensfield took it out once or twice. Uh a lot of people use this van. I know. <laughs> on top of it being going and picking up records at, from the like pressing plants and stuff like that.
0: Wow, that thing! That thing had a life. That thing had yeah. a life. That. Wow! 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 Wow!
1: Okay, I am. As, as, huh. uh, as soon as it got, Jordan got his hands on it, that that band became a workhorse and saw the world, saw the United States, a lot <laughs> of it. There we go okay that's the full cool frame
0: oh yes 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 so now a different angle now i'm seeing
1: trucks in the background of this second picture yeah. you can see how sparsely populated not only the area but the highway there was right not a lot of people on the road at this time even though it's like obviously the daylight hours but yeah it's not a populated road we if we had an issue with the the, uh, spare, we would have been out there a long time.
0: And it could be just me. But driving through Wyoming takes forever. Yeah, it's a big state. I mean, it's insane. Like, I remember when I took a bus out on the 108 tour. Took a bus four days out and... Literally, I remember falling asleep in Wyoming, waking up three hours later. I mean, it shouldn't have surprised me, but it seemed like forever. And I'm like, we're still in Wyoming.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. It's a a big state. So then. What I remember, it's like when you're coming from the east, it's pretty flat and a little boring. But as you get to the west and closer to Idaho, it gets really beautiful. Okay. Wait, no, that's actually that's actually Montana. I'm Never mind.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, you know, hey, that sounded good. That to me,
1: yeah. to
0: me, that sounded good.
1: Now, um, I had so, to rethink my geography. This is yeah, if I remember right, Wyoming's pretty flat, but pretty.
0: Hey, good for you. Good for you. Look, I am ge- I am geographically stunted. I know east, west, north, south, but beyond that, it's it's it doesn't it doesn't work. It's also interesting to me. I mean, I'm you know just because I'm not handy. I'm sure to most people they're like, oh, it's like this all the time. But um, this was all manually done. It wasn't like you guys had power tools or anything, and, and you had to rely yeah. on the brute strength of Mr. Hartsfield and uh, Travis. To
1: yeah, yeah, they did. They did the work. I mean, now you can see a little better that Travis is working the jack. Mike's working the tire, and they just kind of teamwork. Those two tag teamed it and just kicked ass, changed it pretty quick.
0: Yeah, it is still so amazing to me. Like it, it's just this is how for for many many years it was done. Like you know, you go traveling, you didn't have a cell phone. Like, could you imagine traveling a long distance and not having your phone on you?
1: yeah I know it, it's it's hard to walk across the house without it now you know right go a couple thousand miles couple days without without
0: it it's so interesting and I don't know if this was your plan when you took the picture but like but like what you said like the lack of other vehicles on the road is really captured because there you see a truck and then the far off distance that could be like a Winnebago or something but that's it. And did anyone stop? Did anyone ask you guys any like, hey,
1: how you doing? Why are you like? No, no. Uh, I mean, Mike and Travis did a good job and did a good quick job. So we weren't on the side of the road for too long. So nobody, uh, I don't remember, maybe one or two trucks drove by. But yeah, there wasn't nobody stopped. That's for sure. And then you said that you went
0: off and you took pictures and stuff like that. Um, yeah, was that just like, were you just like, well, I got to do something right now, otherwise I'm going to be bored out of my mind, or, or,
1: well, those two guys had had it, you know. Any more hands in the fire would have just gotten in their way. Um, and I just, you know, wanted to try to make a decent photo and beautiful right there you know it's the plains of america mid-america it was really nice looking so i was like i'm gonna go take a photo of this
0: it's 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 interesting when you're traveling like that like were you ever worried about your film and like if something would get damaged or like if it got really cold or, or or i mean did you put it in something like like was that ever a thought in your
1: in your mind I thought it never occurred to me I, uh, uh, at the time too my cameras were just small little automatic fully automatic cameras so they were really small easy to take care of and no you know no fuss no muss type of thing
0: okay okay so now if you were to tour now with a band what would you bring out now like do you have like kind of a small light camera that, that, that you take pictures with still
1: uh, I have a um, try to, oh, it's in the closet. Uh, I have a Canon AE1 that I take uh, a lot of my live shots with now. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a light leak somewhere on it, so I couldn't, I can't use it during the day. But if I was to go on tour, I'd probably get that fixed. Um, I have uh, uh, I have a whole collection of cameras, so if I was going to go on tour, I'd probably take uh, two or three cameras. i take the Canon eighty one. I would probably take, um, my Yashica twin lens reflex, and then my Holga as well. This is a plastic medium format camera.
0: You know, it's interesting, but, you know, you mentioned light leak. My boxing movie, Schusterman Levine, we shot that whole thing, and then we're processing the footage, Had a light leak. Well, it wasn't so much a light leak. Jim Brown took something out and then forgot to put it back in. So we ended up having a light leak. And I just, I remember like, um, when that happened, I'm like, oh, it's ruined. Film is ruined. Like, I I don't know. And then I remember thinking, you gotta figure out a way to use the footage. And so that's why a lot of the footage looks stretched because we had to go Mm -hmm. very close in when we edited, but it's just
1: and for me, for me, like I realized a long time ago that I'm not te- technically a good photographer, you know. Um, I have my limits, and so I just I've come to embrace the flaws and the imperfections of my photography, and a light leak is sometimes a beautiful thing for me.
0: Okay, so uh, but before we get to the last two pictures, can you please hold up? the beautiful pieces of hardware that you just uh, displayed and tell us about them in depth.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Is that one? So That's that was first, for. That's the very first camera that I bought. Spent maybe hundred and so 120 bucks. I think at target on it. I bought it and then I put some film in it and then went and saw Head first hard stance and no for an answer down in San Ysidro, just in when you bought that had you saved up for it specifically
0: for that camera or was it just you were in target impulse buy how did that how did that happen
1: no I uh, I knew I wanted a camera I've been talking to Josh Stanton about you know getting picking his brain about what I should get because he had something similar and uh, and I just kind of went and kind of looked and said okay these are in within my price range uh, I think I had some money saved up Um because I never really had that much money sitting around, you know, to, You know, as disposable income. It was definitely probably saved up and like, all right, I'll buy that one.
0: Was it, okay, do you remember, was it behind the counter or was it hanging up on a, on a thing you just pulled it off?
1: It was in the uh, glass counter, glass okay. case counter. I was just like, can I get, can I look at that one? You know, you point down at it, the person opens up the back, there you go. You like it? Like, yeah, I'd like to take this. Okay, and then they reach behind, and grab the actual box, put the display one back, and yeah, it was something like that.
0: Um, did you buy the film at the same time for when you went and shot probably. that show in San Ysidro? Yeah, probably. Okay. So then, what was the other camera? There was there was another camera there that you had. If you could show us that.
1: So when this one died.
0: Okay. So I don't
1: know exactly when it was when this one died. I love that you when kept died. it. I bought this one, and I used this for a bunch of years.
0: Does that still I don't, work?
1: Don't think so. I think okay. both of them don't work anymore.
0: Oh okay, okay. Wow, wow, those were do you remember what the first show you shot with the second camera was? No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point you were just shooting so many so many shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. I remember having to relearn, I remember having to learn the camera because the first camera had a very quick shutter. So when I pressed the button, it went. And when the second camera, um, there was a small delay between button push and shutter push and actual shutter actually going. So it took me a little bit to get the timing on that.
0: Do you remember what that delay was about? Like, was it so that the camera could sort of reorganize itself to do something with the light and the emulsion
1: and everything? Probably, probably uh, autofocus. Okay. Something like that. Because if you're with man, uh, uh, autofocus ones, you kind of press halfway on the shutter and it focuses and then you finish the press. So it had something to do with the autofocus. All right. Now, now you, for some reason, I,
0: I don't know why if I have ever even asked you this, um, I, I kind of remember and, and I kind of don't remember, did Tidbit run ads? Uh,
1: no. I think, um, i trying to think if there was any in the first one. Um, no, I don't think I did any ads. I know later I definitely did, did didn't do ad, but if there was any, it would have been in the one or first one or two issues. And what After was the that, was I there any reason for not
0: doing ads? Was it
1: aesthetic reasons? Because you know, an ad looks like what that person who made the ad wants to look like. Doesn't necessarily mean that I want my scene to look like that. And it, you know, which works for. Which works. I, I mean, sometimes looking at ads in the old zines now is like, trip down memory lane. Like, oh yeah, look at this. But, uh, yeah, I just didn't, been, I didn't want that. I wanted a consistent, consistency of a look going through. Gotcha. So kind of, And also, you know, like, I'm a small fanzine. Who What am I going to charge for that? Like having to deal with like the business side of that, like, okay, Give me 50 bucks. Like, it probably wasn't worth 50 bucks or any money, you know? So it wasn't worth their effort, their money, or me trying to get money from somebody. So it was like, ah, fuck it. Just no ads. And you
0: don't seem like you would have done well with the, okay, and it needs to be X amounts, like, of inches long, and it needs to be on this page, and it needs, you, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. It was it was just it was just easier just to go without. I would have completely sold out the whole thing, personally. I I would have been (laughs) like, oh ads, the whole the the whole thing would have been ads. My 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 zine would have been every Uh, ad under the sun.
1: If you're gonna use ads to help pay for things, that that's what you gotta do. Right. But uh no one was gonna buy an ad. You know, if somebody was, they were gonna buy twenty bucks. That wasn't gonna be helpful to me, you know. It wasn't going to print a zine. (laughs) I had to put out all the money anyway. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just, no ads and I'll just do it all myself. And zines,
0: um, I I mean, I I don't keep up on them now. I'm assuming they're probably fairly much still the same way. But I just, I remember the way you did them, the way that Mandel did them. uh, Very personal. Like it was, it it really was the, it, it was like that zine. In it's dumb, it is going to sound dumb, but that zine looks like Dave sign. Like it looks (laughs) like you. It is. And... I can see that,
1: yeah. I mean, I I think it all depends on how the zine is made. If the zine is uh, the work of several people at once, it's going to have a collective, you know, uh, view or uh, collective image, whereas... You know, Mandel did his thing. I did mine. You know, people, people, when they do, when it's a singular voice, it's a singular view and a singular, you know, aesthetic throughout. And, that, and that's definitely going to represent, uh, be representative of the personality behind it.
0: I remember I was at a uh, quicksand show. It may have been a quicksand show. It may have been another show. I was at the Whiskey. It was quicksand. I think Trigger Man, Far Side. And there was a lot of people at the show that I knew. And then there was a lot of people there that just seemed like they were they were just going to see bands. And I remember Mandel walking around with like this little like half size fanzine, like a, like a half-page one. And he was handing it out. And I remember thinking, oh, okay. And then I took the fanzine home and I read it. And it was like a really like, like it wasn't indecision. It was like a very, it, it was like more personal. It was just filled with more stories. No real interviews with with bands. I may be wrong on that. But it was very personal, and I just remember like, thinking like, I remember him just giving that out, and just thinking like, that is just such the ultimate form of expression, like I created this thing, I'm giving it to everybody, I don't care if you're some died in the world scene person, or if this is your first show, or if you just happen to come in, because there were bands playing at the Whiskey, you're, you're, yeah. you know, and.
1: So you came in for a drink and just happened to, have to see bands play, <laughs> it's like, alright, I guess I'll stick around. Yeah, I mean that's one of the beauty things about zines, and is that they can be very magazine esque and professional, but they can also be extremely personal. And sometimes uh, the personal ones are the, my absolute favorites because because it is uh, such a an expression of that person.
0: Do you keep up well, on zines still or no?
1: Not at all. Gotcha. Not at
0: all. I mean, I see them every so often. Every so often I'll see them, I'll kind of thumb through, but there's a part of me that feels like, kind of like how I feel when I play video games. Sometimes, if it's not like a video game that I'm at all familiar with, I'll be like, I feel like thrown into a world that is, I'm either right in the middle of it and I, I, I'm not going to be able to figure out from the beginning, I'm not going to be able to figure it out from the end, so I'm not just gonna, I'm not going to get started.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some great zines. I got uh, that Razor Blades and Aspirin.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that one. I've... Oh, okay. Because I'm sorry, I thought it, Razor Cake.
1: <laughs> Ray, razor Cake. Uh, I mean, I know of zines, but I, for myself, it's like it's hard to keep up with all that. And yeah. So I just I kind of know of their existence, and um, I, I will pick up a, an issue from time to time, but it's. Uh, I think life just in my my own ability to keep up with all that is hard, so I just don't. I mean, I got this zine recently from Sweden. Mm-hmm. They have a uh, 401. They did an interview with Kevin Murphy in it, and uh, he reached out. The guy, the kid who did this, reached out. And,
0: that zine looks like it could be from 1992.
1: It does. It, it really does. It, it has that look to it. I mean. They used some of my photos in it, but yeah, then that has an old school 90s look to it. Look at that. Look at that. Kicking ass me. Oh, look <laughs> at him.
0: Yeah, no, look at him. all. It's, oh, it's gonna be good. One of
1: the best one of the best drummers ever, man. He's so good. I always loved watching him like. So
0: then barbed wire fence. And is that a barbed wire fence? And, and, and so, wait—is that what is that under it? That that—it's just of, like
1: it's kind of a wire wire fence with barbed wire on top.
0: That other one had barbed wire. To, oh, that whole thing is the fence. For some reason, yeah, if you, it, the whole fence. it's an yeah. optical illusion because it actually looks like the bottom part is several feet away from you.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a it's attached to both.
0: And look at those clouds. Like, this looks
1: like something out of, like, a John Ford Western. Exactly. That's what, I mean, so while Mike and Travis were working on the van, this is what I did. I walked over. I took a picture over the fence, and then I kind of ducked down and took a picture through the fence. I mean, the clouds are beautiful. It was a beautiful day. I mean, it was cold, windy, but it was a beautiful day. Was that something? I got to take a picture of this (laughs) <laughs> but like when you took that picture were
0: you thinking composition or were you just like this is nice I'm just going to take a picture of this
1: I usually that's all I think I don't really I mean I kind of I don't think of composition too much I just kind of look through the lens and get get what looks good and snap I don't think too much about it I just kind of go on instinct
0: Gotcha Gotcha yeah, because this is—I'm saying this is a really, really nice picture, and and you know, it was just a part of the background. You know, if if we if we could have taken a whole panoramic shot, we would have seen this behind you guys, right, as you were changing yeah. the tire.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like basically, to uh, to the right of everything is just. Uh, you know, uh, some grass and then the highway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh, yeah, and then the left is to the fields and the, the hills and the mountains and the clouds.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's a really nice shot. It's a, did, did this ever come out in any of the fanzines or was this just your personal collection?
1: Um, I think I used it in the fanzine. Uh, I don't know if it was Wander in the 90s. I might have thrown it in there because uh, I know I did some photos from one of these outspoken trips in an issue. And then um, I might have used it in one of the photo zines when I resurrected Tippett in the 2018s. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, it's probably most likely, if, it, if not, definitely personal collection.
0: For some reason, I thought there was some crazy story behind this. Like, oh, well, we happen to be right in front of the spot where – this and this happened. And in my mind, I created this. I, and then, and then I was like, I, I think Dave was just taking a picture, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's all it was. All it, all it was, was like, you know, oftentimes when, on these trips, I would be sitting shotgun trying to keep trying to navigate and keep the driver awake and trying to be useful in some way because I didn't drive, you know? Um, but I would be sitting shotgun, looking out the windows, just uh, you know, marveling at the beauty of, of the of the country, and this was an opportunity to like, oh, I can go take a picture.
0: Yes. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I'm gonna bring up the other picture now too because it's a nice, um, it's a nice, uh, addendum to this. So yeah, is... that's
1: just looking over the fence in the same direction.
0: Gotcha. So that's without the fence.
1: Yep, exactly. Like I'm standing the fence is right right in front of me. I'm looking over the fence. Then I ducked down, took a picture through the fence. That's all that's all the only difference.
0: You know, if we want to get allegorical, it's almost like I don't even know if allegorical is the word, it just sounded good. Um <laughs> it's almost like Makes sound smart. Well, exactly, exactly. Um <laughs> I need all the help I can get. Um it's almost like this is like us, you know, we were young, it was wide open, and it was, all. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still feel like there's a lot in front of us, but when we started hitting our 40s, our 50s, which we are now, um life can kind of feel like, at least age-wise, we're a lot farther from the beginning than we are, than we were yeah. at a certain time. This picture... I think kind of shows that in, in a lot of ways. It's our wide open future. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it's, I'm saying it's interesting seeing where we've all ended up. And it's also interesting seeing how we're still tied by this music, you know, and, and yeah. it's, uh, these are, these are really, really, really great
1: pictures. So that. that's the time that we took off. Look at how
0: bald it was. It didn't just get like that
1: it was it definitely like you can see this it it came a, it came apart essentially
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, you know what's interesting
1: It's not just like a nail in the tire caused it that tire failed
0: <laughs> yeah wait the the tire failed, but it it there's still a lot of tread on that tire, yeah. So maybe this wasn't you guys just jumping in the van, like like I'm just saying. I think you guys would have noticed if the tire had those um, silver parts of it sticking out before. Felt, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, wow. we might have. I don't know. I mean, we were you know, we're all at that age. We're just kind of like just getting in, get in the van and go. Not necessarily like. Everybody, somebody check, check the tires, <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. That was so smart of you to get the shot of the tire. And then if we do some detective work, looking at that shoe, do you That's remember? Who,
1: oh,
0: it was Hartsfield? Yeah. Showing off, showing off, like, not showing off, but, like, showing off, like, what had come off the car, what he had taken off the yep. car. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he's the one that actually pulled the, that tire off the van. So no, he
0: did the heavy lifting. He did the heavy lifting. He did lifting. the heavy
1: lifting, yeah. He did the heavy lifting. Oh, man. We owe everything to him.
0: <laughs> the fact that you're home is is all owed to
1: him. Yep, Exactly.